What is going on, everybody? Jonathan Henry here with James Grande for another week of the Antia podcast. You're recording on Thursday following the Thursday night football game. And as everybody knows here, Thursday night Antia podcast, we do rapid fire pick them for Sunday's games. Before we get started, James, welcome to the Antia podcast, making your debut. How are things going? Uh, things are going very well. Thank you for having me. Um, shout out to Richie James. You're the real MVP of this Thursday night football game. Uh, yeah, it wasn't an exciting game. Uh, it was pretty, it, it was a very confusing spread. The, the fact the Packers were only giving six and a half right. uh, to a team missing their entire offense. Um, didn't think a lot of points were going to be scored. I uh, did get uh, did get kind of uh, back-ended there, I guess, with the under. I had 48 and a half and they scored at the very end. I'd have hit the over, but we did hit the prop for Devontae Adams plus 550 first touchdown. So overall, we hit the spread. We hit the prop and two and one. Not the worst. Uh, but James, are you ready for some rapid fire pick them here uh, for this weekend's games? Uh, yes, sir. Let's get it. All righty. We're going to start off uh, with the Carolina Panthers getting 10 and a half against the Kansas City Chiefs here. Uh, which way are you leaning? To me, it seems like a pretty obvious one. I am going to go with the Chiefs, despite Christian McCaffrey coming back. Uh, I think that he could get going on the ground, but I think Kansas City blows him out at home. So I'm going to take the Chiefs in the 10 and a half. Yeah, that's largely where I'm going to. I think the 10 and a half for the Chiefs. And I agree. CMC coming back. I don't think he's really going to be limited as much. He was close to playing last week. He got a full work of practice in. Uh, so he's definitely a factor. But Kansas City's really been turning it on uh, over the last couple of weeks, blowing out their opponents and their home. So Chiefs 10.5 for both of us. I like that one. Uh, next, we have Baltimore Ravens giving 1.5 points to the Colts here. Uh, Ravens, Marlon Humphrey was dealing with some COVID issues. They had some other guys uh, with some close contact. So uh, I believe they may be cleared in time. But... Uh, still here, Ravens going into into Indianapolis, not really playing that well. Uh, thoughts on this game? Not playing well, but 3-0 on the road, and they have a 71-point differential um, in favor. I'm going with Baltimore here on the road. Um, even with all this COVID scare, I think Lamar Jackson bounces back because I still think the Colts defense is a little fluky. Yeah, I actually like Baltimore minus one and a half here as well. I think Hollywood Brown sort of uh, calling out the offense, calling out Lamar Jackson, you know, well, you, asking to be used more. I, I think he could have like a 10 target game here. I think they're just going to try to feed him uh, the football and then losing Mark Ingram, allowing, you know, a duo running back and not a trio running back field. Uh, we shot an impressive run game last week out of them against Pittsburgh. So uh, Baltimore minus one and a half. So far, we're both on the same page here. Uh, let's go to one that I think could be a bit interesting. We have Seattle going on the road, giving three points to Buffalo. Buffalo pulling off a last-ditch uh, win against the Patriots last week, uh, getting three points as a home dog. Which way do you lean? I kind of like Buffalo here um, at home, and and I just don't think Seattle's defense can stop literally anybody. And I understand they didn't. Uh, that wasn't the case with Jimmy Garoppolo, but we saw Nick Mullins who looked horrible tonight look really good against seattle last week when he checked into the game and, and josh allen although he's played poorly uh i think him and stefan Diggs are going to have quite the afternoon here and i know like jamal adams is set to return but uh i don't know if you saw the 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 passing numbers that during the game jamal adams was healthy but um 397 yards passing was the fewest amount with jamal adams on the on the field so 
I'm going to take Buffalo uh, plus three here. I think that they um, actually beat Seattle outright at home. You know, I, and again, not to just continue you know, backing you and all your picks here, but it is really the Seattle defense that worries me uh, in this one going on the road as well. Uh, you know, Buffalo getting their ground game going. John Brown's putting in full practices. So the question is whether or not Josh Allen's going to be able to show us what he did in the first couple of weeks of the season, because lately his play has been uh, on the downtrend. And Buffalo's defense also hasn't been very great either. But I'm going to go with the home points here. Uh, I think this one could end up being close. So uh, I'll also take the Bills uh, with the three points. Uh, next game, we have Chicago on the road getting six and a half with Tennessee. Um, I like the Titans in this one at home. I, I know the Titans defense hasn't been uh, that strong, but I, I just don't believe Chicago is really that good of a football team here. What, what about you? I mean, I think that's just the consensus, right? The Bears were the flukiest five and one team, the flukiest five and two team. I mean, it's a matter of time before they're five and five. I think the Titans cover barely. Like, I think we could, we do see like a touchdown uh, victory, but um I would like to see a little more pass rush out of Tennessee. That's, I mean, the reason they went out and got Jadevi and Clowney, right? So I think they cover, but if they don't get pass rush on Nick Foles, I, I mean, I think this game could, could bust for the both of us. But I will. Yeah, the one thing with 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 Foles is sometimes you don't necessarily need pass rush. He'll he'll make the mistakes himself. So, uh, well, Tennessee's defense, you know, made some shakeups this week. Uh, you know, they let go of Vic Beasley. They let go of Jonathan Joseph, some veterans that were underperforming. Uh, see if that kind of sparks them a little bit. And again, they are at home. Uh, next game on the docket, we have two teams coming off buys. Uh, Texans giving six and a half on the road to Jacksonville. That's going to be without Gardner Minshew. Uh, Grant, I'm not sure if you know much about Jake Lutton, but he's going to be starting uh, for Jacksonville this week, getting the six and a half. Uh, what are your thoughts here? I mean, I saw Jake Ludden had a pretty good uh, touchdown interception ratio in his final year of college, and he looks like a gunslinger, uh, but that really doesn't matter to me. I, I mean, I, I understand the weapons in Jacksonville. Um, I don't necessarily believe that he's going to step into this role right away and um, dismantle this Texas defense, even though they're not great. Um, I think... Uh, Jake Lutton could be wearing a lot of J.J. Watt in this one. So I'm going to take the Texans on the road, um, minus six and a half. Yeah, we keep on following each other's picks. I, too, like Houston. Now, usually at this point, Howard and I have gone back and forth <laughs> on a few. But again, I like Houston. I know that they're both coming off a bye. So I think that kind of neutralizes the edge um, that maybe a team at home off the bye would technically have. Right. Um, I also like the fact that the trade deadline's gone. I mean, you thought a lot of the, you know, there's a lot of rumors going around. Maybe Will Fuller's going to be traded. Kenny Stills, you know, what's going on in, in this organization? What's going to happen? But nobody got moved. I think they can put that behind them now, and and we'll see Houston, I think, in a, in a really good spot here uh, against Jags. I'll take them, given the six and a half as well. Um, next game, Denver Broncos plus four uh, going on the road against the Atlanta Falcons. Uh, which way are you leaning on this one, Grande? So I know Matt Ryan's 0-4 at home this year. I get it. Uh, but overall, 59 and 30 in domes in his career. Um, I I like where the Falcons are at. I think they they I mean they realistically should be three and zero under Raheem Morris. So I'm gonna go Falcons minus four. I know the Broncos are playing well. Their offense seems to be getting healthier. Yada yada yada. I just like the Falcons at home. And and I guess Calvin Ridley not practicing scares me a little bit. And um, I would like to see that 
maybe even get to limited tomorrow. We, we've seen that a bunch with the Falcons, with Julio. So hopefully he does practice on Friday. Um, but I'm still going to go Atlanta minus four. I like Matt Ryan at home. All right, I was hoping you were going to say Atlanta's minus four so we could finally get a game we disagree on. I'm going to go Denver Broncos plus four here. I like the way and the way the offense has been moving. They just had a 21-point comeback against the Chargers last week. We know Atlanta is a terrible uh, defensive team, a team that gives up leads. They're notorious for that at this point. Um, Denver's offense is now also getting healthier. You know, Drew Locke's thrown 40-plus times in each of the last two games. They have Philip Lindsay back, Melvin Gordon, Jerry Judy is building up on. Noah Fant is back and looking healthy. Um, so I think this one's going to be a high-scoring game because I don't think much of the Denver defense. Um, but I think, you know, getting the four points there, getting more than the field goal, I think Denver can keep it within that, and, and I'll take them getting the four. I mean, I I like Denver, and, and you and I have touched on Drew Locke uh, a, actually a couple of times in this past week or so because we both are fond of Drew Locke. We talked about him on the on the waiver wire show. We talked to him about on Twitter when he was getting protection in the pocket. So I don't dislike Locke, and, and it's obviously easy to target this Atlanta defense. I will say Atlanta's front four looked really good against Carolina on Thursday night last week. If they can apply that same pressure to Drew Locke, we, we have seen what pressure can do to him. And, and I do think that um, Atlanta's front four can get to Locke in this. And, and if that is the case, then um, that's why I'm picking Atlanta. All righty. Uh, James, we have your New York football Giants going yeah. up against the Washington football team. Uh, Giants getting two and a half here on the road. These two teams just played one another a few weeks ago. And what? It was uh, Washington pulled out like a one-point win or something, didn't they? Um, No, it was actually the Giants. The other way around? The, oh, yeah, the Giants' only victory is Okay, Giants' Washington. only victory. Okay, that's what it was. I know it was a one-point game. I had, it, I had it written down wrong there. Uh, Are you uh trusting your Giants here? Washington home off a of bye usually generally uh is good for, for that home team. Yeah, I mean, I think Washington two and a half, giving two and a half is is the play. Uh, I will just say the Giants defense has been super impressive. Um, for anyone that follows anything New York Giants, we thought that this defense would be atrocious, but Patrick Graham is, has this, it has a very good uh, defensive mind and, and the defense moving in the right direction. That said, I think another low-scoring game. I don't think Daniel Jones has a lot of time to throw, even though the offensive line looked better this past week. Um, Washington's front seven is nasty, man. Uh, sweat. I, 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 there's going to be a lot of sacks by from Dan, uh, from the Washington defense, and I'll say minus two and a half uh, is a good good call. Yeah, for I'm, I'm going Washington for that same fact. I mean, again, we watched them, the Giants play uh, on Monday night, and they were using three tight end sets because they needed <laughs> two of them to block. Uh, basically to help out and give Daniel Jones some times. And what do we see about Daniel Jones when he gets pressure? He makes mistakes. He throws the balls where he shouldn't throw them. Uh, they get picked off. He fumbles. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and take the road, the uh, home team here as well, uh, watching football team given two and a half. Uh, 4 p.m. games here. Las Vegas Raiders on the road against the Los Angeles Chargers. Uh, only a one-point spread here, James. Uh, do you have a favorite? Oh, the the Chargers offense is clicking on all cylinders right now. And the later the Raiders defense is ranked in the bottom three in both run and pass DVOA. I don't think that they can slow down this Chargers offense, especially at home. I know the Chargers defense could potentially blow it for them at the end, 
Um, but give me Justin Herbert and the boys at minus one. I, I agree with you. I, th- I mean, you know, I've been on the Herbert train. Uh, right. You know, right. I, I think we were on the Herbert train before Anthony Lynn was on the Herbert train. So, uh, you know, I agree. The fact that he threw to Mike Williams last week was really the f- the key factor. I, I need to see him do that again this week. He he is such a crucial part of this offense. Right. Everybody knows you're throwing to Keenan Allen. You're going to target him 10 plus times. That's fine. Allen's legit. You got to do what you got to do there. If you can start proving that you have a legitimate number two threat and a very talented receiver in Mike Williams, that's really going to change everything for this offense and the way the defense has to go against you. Uh, the Chargers historically, though, and this is something that I learned uh, with the uh, Wager Alarm live streams of Craig Mish and Howard Bender, Chargers, when they're home favorites, are historically bad. They, they for whatever reason, do not do well. But I'm going to go and have my faith in them. Uh, even though I bet them last week and they blew a 21-point lead. I'm going to have my faith in the Chargers again. Hope Anthony Lynn fixes that defense and they cover the one. Uh, next 4 p.m. game here, Pittsburgh giving two touchdowns to the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, James, is there any way we can take Dallas to the points here? I almost want to, man. And I think there's something wrong with Ben Roethlisberger, and I don't think that's like a secret around the industry. I mean, all this this arm rubbing on the sidelines is kind of concerning, and I guess like, you know, they could just run James Conner 30 times, and Dallas has a bottom five run defense, so that could they could just beat him by 21 in that way, but I mean, they've only blown out one team this year, and it was Cleveland, a, a, a fluky Cleveland team. So Dallas at home getting 14 points. I'm going to take Dallas here with Ben DiNucci. And really, I don't, there's no like real merit to it. I just, 14 is a lot of points. And I don't think the Steelers offense is the Chiefs offense where we saw against the Jets, like a 20 point uh, spread. So I'm going to go Pittsburgh. I'm going to go Dallas plus 14. I was gonna say, are, are they even going with Danucci? I thought they they were making the the quarterback switch maybe to um to Cooper Rush. I thought or or Garrett Gilbert. I thought they were making a quarterback. Well, who, I mean, uh, does it ultimately does it matter who their start? I mean, like their starting quarterback is going to be bad, um, whether it's whoever. Yeah, it says um, the Cowboys are considering going with Cooper Rush as their starting quarterback this week. So ultimately, you're correct. Danucci, Gilbert, Rush, whatever. Um, you know, it, it, Pittsburgh's D is strong. Their front seven strong. So, um, but you're taking the points. I, I'm going to go with Pittsburgh. I'm going to go with them plus 14. Uh, Dallas has yet to cover a spread all season. Uh, they're, you know, one of the worst teams in football history, actually, uh, to be a team that has yet to cover the spread through eight weeks. So, uh, yep, I'm going to go down. I'm going to go Pittsburgh here, given the 14. Uh, last of the 4 p.m. games, Miami Dolphins against the Arizona Cardinals. We have two a time. Uh, making his uh, making a start here again this week. We have the Cardinals home off a bye. I mean, for personally, I think Cardinals here is a pretty easy play. Miami's run games now in shambles. No Gaskin and Brita's doubtful with a hamstring injury. Uh, Jordan Howard's looking to be their starting back after being a healthy and active for the past like four or so weeks. Plus, again, I just love playing home uh, home teams off a bye. Generally, that's been a strong play. Um, you know, so I'm going to go Arizona. I'm giving four here. I will also jump on the Arizona Arizona bandwagon. And Miami's run defense is terrible. I think this is a 100-plus yard game from... I think we could see 200-yard rushers from Arizona this week. 
Um, and I think they dominate on the ground and, and cruise to a, a easy victory and minus four for, for sure. Yep. Uh, James, before we go ahead and jump on the two primetime games of Sunday night and Monday night football, let's take a brief break to give a shout out to our sponsor, Monkey Night Fight. Monkey Night Fight, who makes this podcast happen. Do you like to play daily fantasy sports? Then you need to check out monkeyknifefight.com. Monkeyknifefight.com is the fastest growing daily fantasy site in the world because monkeyknifefight.com is different than the other daily fantasy sites. That's because on monkeyknifefight.com, there are no salary caps and you don't have to play against sharks, which means anyone has a chance at winning. Even you, Adam. Even you. Uh, monkeyknifefight.com has tons of fun daily contests in all the sports you love. Baseball, basketball, hockey, golf, UFC, NASCAR, WNBA, and eSports too. Monkey Knife Fight has it all. You know what else monkeyknifefight.com has? How about a free $5 game for you for just for signing up? And if you use the promo code ANTEUP, one word, A-N-T-E-U-P, you will have your first deposit matched instantly up to 50 bucks. With a name like MonkeyKnifeFight.com, you can be pretty certain you know what you're going to be getting when you sign up to play. Monkeys and knives and fights and sports. Sign up and play today at MonkeyKnifeFight.com. Play, play MKFing win. State and age restrictions apply. See site for full terms and restrictions. So that's how we uh, pay the bills. <laughs> And we're back, James, here. Let's go ahead look at Sunday Night Football. We have the Saints against the Buccaneers. Saints are getting four and a half points. Uh, We've seen reports that Michael Thomas has been limited in practice, uh, that Emmanuel Sanders is going to be back for this one. But we also have uh, the debut of Antonio Brown. Uh, Do you have a lean on Saints-Bucks? I mean, I think Tampa could be the the cream of the crop in – this conference so i'm gonna go tampa i know they didn't look great against the giants um but we're seeing more reps out of leonard fournette who i think personally is the better of the two backs but even if he's not um they have a pretty pretty solid two-headed monster um and i and antonio brown they said could play up to 40 snaps and we saw what he could do in limited snaps in his patriots debut last year so um i'm gonna take tampa bay at home minus four and a half um, but I think this could be a really good game. Um, and the winner could really catapult themselves into like prime position to go on a, a big run and uh, uh, take down this division. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead with, with Tampa uh, as well. Now, Tampa lost the season opener against the Saints 34-23 here. But uh, the one thing we know is that you know, it's really tough to run against the Saints defense, but you can definitely throw on them this year. Lattimore has not been close to the same cornerback. Uh, we know there are other struggles in the secondary. So I think getting Antonio Brown is going to open things up. You know, Mike Evans is still there. Uh, you know, Scotty Miller and the likes. And, and they actually are capable of using both backs in the passing game. You know, Fournette was targeted heavily. And even then, even Ronald Jones still caught four passes uh, last week as well. So I think we're going to see a lot of that. We're going to get the ball in Tom Brady's hand. Uh, this one also could be back and forth for the touchdown leader because Ryan uh, is a career touchdown leader because him and Drew Brees are basically right. uh, trading off. So it could be a nice little shootout uh, on Sunday night. Give us a good game to finally watch there. Uh, and then let's wrap it up. A game that will not be fun to watch for pretty much anybody. <laughs> Monday night football in the England Patriots giving seven points on the road to the New York Jets. 
the Patriots have just looked absolutely terrible. Even last week, uh, they were able to get the run, the ground game going against Buffalo, but their defense struggled and ultimately Cam Newton fumbled the ball away at the end, uh, ended up sending them to a loss. Uh, but the Jets are the Jets here, James. Uh, they haven't looked very good. You know, their offense is still, you know, limited. Uh, what's what's your take here? Do you think the Patriots are capable of actually covering a spread? <laughs> I mean, like, I feel I just took the, the Cowboys and, like, that was crazy. But, like, am I allowed to take the Cowboys and the Jets? Because, like, the one thing the Patriots do well is run the football. And the one thing the Jets do well, or kind of well, I guess kind of well in both instances, right, is stop the run. So I, if they force Cam Newton to throw, I think this could be really ugly, like 13-10 ugly and the Jets cover plus seven. Um, so I'm going to go with the Jets in like in an extremely low-scoring, most boring Monday night football game we could possibly watch. Yeah, the uh, the Jets have the 10th-ranked run defense. Conversely, the Patriots have the 30th ranked run defense in terms of DVOA numbers. So uh, not great, not great there at all when you're able to take away pretty much the only thing that the uh, the Patriots can do. That said, I can't, I can't take the Jets. Like Sam Darnold is still going to have to throw into that secondary. The Patriots pass rush still isn't awful. The defense is still okay. Um, I'm going to go Patriots minus seven. It's probably going to burn me, uh, but I think that's the way I'm going to go here. Uh, so that wraps up our, our quick picks here of week nine. Uh, Grande, any any final thoughts before we let everybody go? Uh, I almost want to go back on what I was saying about the Cowboys, and I I want to take the Steelers. But you know what? I'll hang in there and go with Dallas and uh, just sit back and watch all my money burn away. Yep, no take back. See you. <laughs> so, all right, everybody. Uh, good luck. Catch us on Twitter if you need it, at the real underscore, underscore, at the underscore real underscore Grande. For James Rodney, the longest Twitter handle in Twitter. Uh, and then at Jane Pemba 777 for myself. Get us up finish alarm, subscribe to chat, all the questions here to answer your guys heading into week nine. Catch you next time. <laughs>